Try Watches Podcast. I'm Cam. I'm Thomas. I'm David. And this is where the three of us get together and discuss watches. Gentlemen, how you doing? That's bad. That's bad. I'm really good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Except the fact that uh, in France right now, we're not allowed to uh, to go outside um, outside uh, any well to be outside after between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. every day. So you, you, is that why the, you've got a curfew? Is sextile behind you? <laughs> Sorry, you, both of you guys were talking at the same time. I couldn't hear what you said. Cool. I said, is that why there's a sex doll behind you? There's a sex doll? Yeah. Yeah, right. The, 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 the mannequin that's behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right next to your bed. We can see it. I, yeah, I yeah. It's that, like that tough thing, times being locked in. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? You don't get pinched in a hinge or something. Yeah. Oh. No, so, but anyway, so yeah. We, we have France has been bad and you've got a curfew? <laughs> We we have the feeling of being kids again, so like be home before nine. Don't go out until six in the morning. Great. Because and you know you know coronavirus only strikes after oh, yeah. nine. In between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus is a mogwai. <laughs> Don't yeah, get wet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Oh, this is so ridiculous. I mean oh. And it's also terrible for the economy. And well, we're not going to talk about it the whole night. But uh, I have a couple of friends uh, running restaurants, and they're just like, "Oh, thanks for killing us." Uh, I mean, again. basically, you guys have been yeah, exactly doing it again and again and again for the past two years. And like, yeah, thirty percent of them are are about to close. So uh, I mean, I'm saying like, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, what about you guys? How's everything there? That's uh, fine, but I mean, I, I'm still living in the U.S., so I it, it's it just keeps getting crazier and crazier the closer we get to November. So, I've, oh yeah, it's yeah. a whole bunch of fun for you out there right now. Oh yeah, mm. no, it's it's all it's all gone. Every, everybody's everybody's gone off the rails. It's 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 fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's well, yeah. I feel kind of lucky because Norway's just just normal life. Yeah. We, we don't really have any restrictions on anything now. So yeah. we're just cracking on as normal. Oh, no to... I was at the pub this evening. It's just there. Yeah. Well, I guess I, we are going back to, well, like, I, at least I'm going back to some semblance of normality with, uh, I'm going back into the office uh, starting this week. So, oh, they've let you go back now. Yeah, so they've they've set up a uh, they've set up a situation. Of course, there's all these new protocols and safety restrictions and stuff like that. I mean, I work like I'm actually the office is actually inside the refinery anyway, so it it's always been like like when it comes to safety and stuff like that. You're there's always far more than just going to a regular office anyway. You've got to do all of the safety training and stuff like that, Dave. You know the whole deal. That well, you've got I work to do on a fab yard, don't I? Yeah, so exactly. The same same idea. So it's just uh, it's just an extension of the of the normal safety protocols that you got to watch. So it's just they've just it's just when you're going out onto site and stuff like that now. Um, like we're restricted to the number of people you can have in a car at the same time. Everybody's and you've always got to be if you're leaving your office, you've got to uh, be make sure you're wearing a mask. Or if anybody's coming in, make sure you've got mm. a mask and all that sort of stuff. So, so, um, so after the, so the thing that gets me with all this is they say, uh, wash your hands. And stand a meter away from people. Now I always wash my hands anyway. I don't know what dirty bastards were. <laughs> exactly. And to be honest, if you were that within three feet of me anyway, you're probably too close unless oh, yeah. you're my partner. Oh yeah. So who's standing this close? To you? I, the tube in London is an exception. Oh yeah. But how often do you stand within three feet of someone? Um, I'm not going to answer this question. Uh, apart from your wife and yeah. Thomas, apart from half the population of Paris. <laughs> <laughs> on, only, only the woman. <laughs> exactly half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll all get back to normal. Shall we talk about watches? Because this is yeah. this is this is going down a really depressing avenue here. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. This podcast is about watches. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, if you bother to turn up half the time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was online before you today, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, anyway, Thomas, what do you got on, mate? Uh, so I'm wearing the 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 Rolex GMT. Oh, very nice. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Always, uh, always a, 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 um, a good, good one to go for. So uh, yeah, it's still yeah. on this black black leather from uh, Boulogne and Son, which is aging nicely. And uh, I well, sometimes I'm a bit scared that I mean, if anything happened, I mean, the 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 leather breaks or anything, because obviously it's quite thin. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, luckily it's still there. And uh, one one thing for sure is I'm I'm not really comfortable uh, wearing wearing it on this on this strap um, when I'm riding because um, there's more and more people stealing watches uh, in the street in Paris. And like being on a motorcycle with your watch quite visible, it's quite easy to uh, to steal it from you. So just just grab and, it and off. And if you come off, you're going to wreck it as well. That's the other point. Mm. That's true. Yeah, lay, lay, laying a bike down while uh, uh, wearing a watch could always be detrimental to well, not just the watch, the rest of you as well, and the bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just wondering if if it happens to me. Would it would I be worried about the the watch or the bike in the first place? Hmm. Interesting question. I, lo- I love how none of those options are yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, don't hurt the watch. Don't hurt the bike. Oh, I, I break a couple limbs, man. <laughs> man, it's all right. <laughs> how about you, Dave? What do you got on? Uh, I've got on something I haven't worn here before, but I was inspired to put it on by your Le Mans picture behind you. Oh, yeah. It's my Tag Formula 1 Golf Edition. Ah, mm. yes. But I've got it on a Golf Colors NATO now. Oh, that's pretty cool. That like turned that. up from cheapest NATO strap uh, a little while ago. And yeah, I just haven't got around to wearing it. Oh, that's so cool. I brought it out with I brought it out with me when I came back from the UK the other week. Nice. Did um with with that one uh is it, now is it a proper NATO or is that the one that was it, it it's a two piece NATO? Where... This is a two piece. This is a two piece NATO. Oh, okay. Because Ge- of the way the lugs Ge- are on these Formula Ones, <laughs> or because of the way the lugs are on these Formula Ones, you can't really put a proper NATO on them. Oh, the two are they just too close? Ca- well, the lugs are kind of like, it's kind of like an integrated lug. It's strange. Oh, so it's it kind of up into the case then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a it was a challenge to get this in. Oh, really? This took mm-hmm. a bit of a, a bit of effort to put this in. Did you use? Did it's you use super, a hammer? Super tight in the lugs there. Did you use a hammer? It's to, like it's to put it <laughs> yeah, in place. Did you, did, did you use a hammer? <laughs> yes, I used the hammer. I used my Seiko to smash it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought I'd pop that on because I haven't worn it since I actually got this new strap. I popped it on it and then. It just kind of fell out of mind, and then I saw that picture behind you, and was like, "Oh yeah, I brought that with me." So, oh nice. I thought I'd just stick this on. Yeah, well, it was the uh, yeah because the poster that you're talking about is the one from uh, uh, Le Mans. The last time we were there, or last time yep. I was there, anyway. It was did... the last time I was there as well. I haven't been since we went together. Didn't you? You I didn't. Skip oh yeah. Last you, oh, you didn't go last year, did you? Because you were no, you were I working. I couldn't get out, yeah, so I, I couldn't get out there for it, so I had to skip. And then this year was going to be my return. Yeah. Uh, and, and nobody was allowed yeah, to return. What happened? I did watch it this year. It was a pretty good race, actually. But uh, It was really, really good. But yeah. yeah, I mean, this is... So now I've missed two in a row, which is... That's unprecedented the, for you. The first, the first two that I've missed in... 15 years, maybe? Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's been a while since you, I missed one. Your dad went last year, though, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I didn't stop him from going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care if I went or not. He still went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But, but yeah. Nice. Uh, what about you, Cam? Uh, oh, today I'm wearing my uh, uh, my Timex Snoopy watch. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, mean, it was, I haven't worn it in a while, so. Uh, Just because we just because we mentioned the word Snoopy about a thousand times last week, so yeah, I know, and, and, and it was like, oh, you know what? I, I need to, I, I need to, like, at least try and uh, quench that thirst a little bit <laughs> until <laughs> until I get a phone call three years from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, no, this, I, I mean, I, I must have. It's it's a really fun piece, and it's uh, well, and I swapped it out for that um, uh, the the the, uh, the Milanese type style got a black Milanese and yeah bracelet on it and it was, it was the best thing i did because honestly the, the the timex leather straps they're not there's nothing inherently wrong with them they're just cheaper straps right so 
um, swapping it over to the uh, Milanese, which, I mean, to be perfectly honest, isn't an expensive strap either. Like, there's nothing... Uh, uh, "Quote unquote luxury about any of this, but it's 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 a fun piece and it's a really comfortable strap actually. So, no, I like it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, but whilst we're on the um, subject of cute fluffy animals and like Snoopy, yeah, yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk because this is a good segue into our topic of choice. That is, I am drinking tea currently out of the tin Oris mug. Oh yes, with the Oris bear with on the it. The little Oris bear on. <laughs> Uh, I know it's been mentioned elsewhere, but I know you guys are. This is the Oris Bear who is, uh, what do you want to say, well endowed? Yes, yes, he's, <laughs> he's, he's uh, packing some heat, as it were. He's wearing a nappy. Is he doing continent and wearing a nappy? Or he's just got a massive <laughs> weapon down there. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. But um, his face is very reminiscent of the new caliber that Oris just launched. It is. It is. The whole shape of his head looks very similar to the new... Is, was it the caliber um, 400? Uh, yeah. It is. And, yeah. No, I, th- I thought I thought that was, like... And whether or not that was intentional by Oris, I think that, I would I imagine there's something there. I think it's definitely intentional. But, I would say it's 100% intentional. But, yeah. So this is, like, kind of big news, really. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know what? Like, one thing I will say when you when, if you're gonna go and build yourself an in-house movement, you're gonna have to do something better than what's currently available from any of the suppliers, right? Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, well, you gotta have a USP for haven't you? So yeah, exactly. Like, if you're just gonna if you're just gonna oh, I've got an in-house three hand that it's like well, okay, but there's there's many companies who do it better because they've been doing it for longer so why go out of your way but this is uh i don't know it's it looks like a it could be a bit, uh, a pretty impressive piece of kit five day power yeah. five day power reserve 10 year service 10 year service warranty yeah um yeah i mean i know amiga just bumped theirs up to i want to say seven years oh did they or is it five they bumped it from three to five. I thought the yeah, I thought it was a five year warranty because they because once because Rolex bumped theirs up to a five year warranty, so everybody followed suit except JLC who bumped theirs to an eight year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I, what I find amusing with all of this is the 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 big higher end brands have still not followed suit because I still think like the likes of Patek and I don't I can't remember AP, but I know Patek is still standard two year warranty. Really? It's only two years. Yep. But uh, n- nobody cares. Nobody uh, nobody keeps a Patek for more than than a, a year anyway, because they they buy it from the AD and then flip it three days later. Well, you mean they don't? You mean they don't hold on to it for the next generation? That's what the uh, the whole sales marketing pitch is, isn't it? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I always get a kick out of this, and 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 actually, on a, on a, on a, on an off topic, a general note, but watch guys in general anyway. We're all and we're all bad for this, right? It's like. Oh, but these things last forever, la la la. And then you flip it three years later. <laughs> it's like, well, if it was, if you bought this thing to last a lifetime, and not whose lifetime? Yeah, obviously not yours. <laughs> I, it's it just, I, I, and that, that's I think that's the three of us are a little different in that respect because we generally pick pieces. To that be we fair, do to be keep. fair though, to be fair to Patek. The amount of time you spend on the wait list for fifty-seven eleven, you probably only got about two years left of your life by the time you get one. <laughs> you well, at that point, you may as well buy a Breguet. So you get it. Two years later, you're dead. It's fine. <laughs> so, but no, this uh, this, this new Horus caliber is pretty impressive. I'm curious to see what uh, what watches this thing ends up in. Um, are they gonna? Yeah. Is it? Good, are they gonna come up with a new? Are they gonna come up with something new? Or are they gonna in- implement this into their some of their existing lines? There, there wasn't. There well, wasn't a lot of speculation on any hold, of that. They're saying they're gonna keep hold of putting Salita into their watches as well to keep things at an accessible point. Right. So I would assume it's going to go into uh, either a new model, or they're going to like Seiko have Presage and they have that that other level. I wonder if maybe Oris are going to have like a another, uh, yeah, like, like an, an, another tier within their tier. That's the word. I was going. Another tier within the range that right. this will slot into maybe. 
Because they've already got some in-house calibers already. They do. They've got that 10-day... And they sit at a higher-end price end... Uh, higher-end of the price and structure anyway for Oris. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can't see this going into a Diver 65 or anything like that unless they do it as a Diver 65 that's advertised with having this movement and it bumps the price up mm. significantly so it out so it's separate from the rest of the range. Well, they, I mean, they could... I mean, it's it, it would be a similar... Um, scenario like because well look at what it's just kind of similar to what Oris did with the Black Bay range right and all Judah. and because they 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 um they came up with the their own in house movement and it, it yeah and it it again pushed out the Etta and 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 moved into the range so and it, it would I mean if they're following suit in that aspect but I don't know Oris tends to do their own thing. They, I've always found that like they, they're not really. I mean, they chase trends like the the rest of the industry based on what everybody's buying because it's just marketing. And they're up there with Amiga for limited editions. I think they 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 seem to issue a limited edition Aquis pretty. I mean, I, I bought one. I can't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do seem to fire out the limited editions pretty well, frequently as well. There was that big Crown uh, Pro Pilot that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, that I yeah. really like the the one that was for the Reno Air Race, um, but I like that watch not so much for the limited edition factor, more just the design aesthetic of the whole thing. Just having mm-hmm. that black PVD case with the uh, with the blue accents. Just that's a, the a, thing I like about Oris Zoda with their limited editions. Again, we're going off topic here a little bit, but I like the fact that they're limited editions. It doesn't mention it anywhere on the front of the watch. You always have to flip their limited editions over to yes. see that it's something special. You just know that it's an Oris and it's a nicely designed Oris. Yeah. And it's not necessarily screaming limited edition in your face like Speedmasters with that emission patch on the dial or Snoopy. Or the Snoopies or, that we, you, know. you have and that I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. get. Oh, no, but I, I'm, not, I'm not complaining about it. But I'm saying it's a nice thing that Oris do because you've got things like the uh like you said the one we just talked about the reno air race there's the hang gang edition there's the keris fort reef there's the lake baikal there's the carl Brashear, there's there's so many that's true and and you're right all of the all of the indication of the of, of the limited edition and whatever it's associated with is just solely on the case back it always yeah. has been too yeah oh except i will say this my uh, the oris that i had um, the Audi Sport oh, yeah. did actually stamp Audi Sport on the dial. So uh, they go one way. They is go that another. more mar- is that more a marketing thing by Audi rather than well, it's Morris though? Maybe. That was that was a whole thing because Let's that was back when like they were they were actually sponsoring um, the Audi uh, Le Mans race team, like because they had um, you know back when Audi was in Le Mans and in the, race and, and, and raced in WEC, right? So they. Um, and so, cause that would have been, oh, what the early 2010s, basically like, uh, in and around there. Uh, so, cause when they started out. Yeah. Cause Audi they also started. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Oris sponsoring them. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, no. I know Audi has been around forever. I'm talking about when Oris stepped in and sponsored them. Cause I think Tag Heuer was sponsoring the Audi team the way back at some point as oh, well. Oh, that surprise me, yeah. I mean, they all jump around. Because, oh, and Oris is also sponsored, was a longtime sponsor for the uh, Williams Formula One team as well. Because there's some Williams oh. Formula One edition Audis from 10, 15 years ago that pop up every now and then. And there's and th- those tend to be a bit more branded. But racing, guys who are into racing stuff tend to like the branding in your face. Cause, that could be an like, interesting let's collection. Yeah. Try to go with every every uh, every sponsorship, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like people who own Harley's. You always know that they own a Harley because everything. <laughs> no, nope. so nope. everything's no, nope. <laughs> nope. It's not true. It's not true. But I agree with you on one thing. There's two group of 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 uh, Harley's buy, uh, buyers. Either they're going for the full range, and even their underwear it has the Harley logo, and they can't. They can't. Uh, live without mentioning the brand's name every five minutes, or for other guys like me, Harley's is really are, are really cool, but they're just one brand part. Of, I mean, of other, I mean, with other group of with other brands, right? So, just one out of others. 
we so will get back onto this movement eventually, but there's a guy in my office who comes to work on a silver metal flake Harley Cruiser with blue hot rod flames down it. Okay. And he wears Harley Davidson jeans, oh, a Harley God. Davidson t-shirt every day with a Harley that. Davidson belt, and he's got a Harley that. Davidson tattoo. Yeah, that, that's the exact. That's what I, I was expecting. <laughs> so obviously, you need to have the Harley tattoo. Oh my God. I just look at him and think that's you in about twenty years, Thomas. Nope, no chance, no chance. <laughs> we'll have this conversation again at some point. I mean, technically, technically speaking, I would say that eighty percent of Harley fans are uh, are um, wouldn't stand in the same room than me just because I own a Harley and a BMW. Oh, that's true, actually. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and not only that, like a, a BMW, and you're turning it into a cafe racer, too. So, like, Ugh. they are kind of the antithesis <laughs> of one another, aren't they? Yeah. So, wow, this uh, this topic's well, derailed yeah, yet again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I think uh, I think Oris have done a great job with this. I I, I, I am looking forward to seeing. I mean, it's kind of like that. Um, we talked about that Seiko movement a while back as well. That 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 uh, that uh, Tourbillon. Oh, the Crador one. Yeah, the Crador one, where the, it it was just the movement release. So it's really hard. And and us being just not really movement guys for that to any great extent. Like we we appreciate it and understand the the, the specs and whatnot, but. It's not the main focus of what we like about watches, to be honest. It's it's the it's the whole thing. It's 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 all encompassing, um, the whole product and whatnot. So it'd be interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to see what they put this in. Um, knowing yeah, it's a shame they didn't do it a bit earlier and put it into that all bronze Diver sixty five. That would have been special. If they'd done that. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, that's just it. Like you were saying, maybe they're going to plan on. Maybe they are going to use this in some pretty special things the only thing is is that once you once you the stuff and and it's like all of these things right it's going to be something amazing and it's going to be twice the price as to what and we'll all sit there and go oh yeah that's really cool i really like what they've done there it's 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 so technologically advanced it's got all these things i really like the design aesthetic and whatnot but you're you for the same price you can get a rolex and then and that's what we all do and I don't know if Forest will push their prices up that much. I think, I mean, obviously it will be more expensive than the regular stuff. Okay, so Oris pride themselves on being, and it's always been their mantra to be like the everyman's watch, right? Kind of thing. Like it's it's. So I don't know if they'll alienate people that much. I mean, it's going to be more expensive. There's no doubt about it because they need to recover the cost of R and D, tooling, and everything for these things. Okay, there's a lot of money goes into making your own movements. So obviously they're going to have to recoup the cost somehow, and rightfully so. An in-house design movement should command a higher price. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't think it will be double the price. Yeah. I think there'll be a premium, but I don't think it'll be as much as you think it is. But but you you start putting a premium on Oris because like Oris isn't like they're not they're not ex, they're not expensive comparative right, but they're not cheap either. Like oh, no. a diver like if you're paying retail for a diver sixty five, you're paying twenty five hundred dollars, right? So if you start if you start looking at these things and they start increasing and say even even add another grand on that. Now you're in. Now you're in Tudor Black Bay you're money, in the range. right? Yeah, right. You're you're in you're in you're in Omega Seamaster money. You're in Omega like used Omega Speedmaster, I guess, money. That sort of thing. So you, you do like what I'm saying is like when you bump up the price of these things, all of a sudden, like you you, you it does yeah. It, it's that fine balance as to well, I can also get this. This is the same problem that Bremont has, right? Where they, There's a lot of contenders yeah, in that price like range. Yeah, you hit those, you hit a certain price range, and all of a sudden, because right now, especially with the Diver sixty five, I think for the money, you're hard pressed to find something uh, that's that stands equal in quality for uh, money spent. Right? I'd go and, with that. I'd and, agree there. And even your Aquas, Dave, which is a little bit, it's a bit, bit more expensive because the Aquas does push into that Tudor range and stuff like that. Like you're. Um, mm. Because the money you dropped on, because you you were what twenty five hundred quid for the no, it wasn't even that much. Oh, wasn't it? Okay. No, I think it was just about twenty one. I think. Okay, but I paid twenty three for my Black Bay, right? So we're mm. we're we're two hundred off, basically, 
and and in the grand scheme of things, when you're kind of spending that kind of money, that is that kind of threshold where, like, for just that little bit more, you can get mm-hmm. this. So it has to be really, and I'm and I I believe that the like the Aquas that you got, the the fact that it's a GMT. And like the color combination, the design, the aesthetic, everything, it ticks all the boxes. It is a great watch. And you know what? I would have been hard pressed at the time if if this was five years ago. It would have it probably would have been a contender when I bought my Black Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it it so I can see it's it's difficult just because Oris doesn't have like and let's let's not kid ourselves like brand cachet has has an impact here and ors doesn't have the same brand cachet as say like an omega or um uh, Watch out. even you, tutor you study you study to be to be snub about it by by saying brand cachet uh, we, yeah i know i'm just i'm just being realistic and what people look at when they buy these things ors has a cult following that's true they do and they've been making great strides recently um, and really getting the, uh, out into the public consciousness a lot more. And I think they've been winning a lot more fans. Oh, yeah. Um, I think just from what they offer and the brand identity and the, 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 the company mission kind of thing and the, the way they present themselves, I think will it do, will and does bring a lot more people into the Oris fold. Yeah. Um, and... I get what you're saying. Where like, yeah, okay, so the money will be, you'll be up there in Tudor money. Um, but I, I personally think Oris has more personality than Tudor. Probably. Oh my because god! They're oh my independent. god! Oh my god! This is going to be a big fight. In the left corner, <laughs> we have Tudor representative. On the right side, we have Oris. Oris one. That's a great. That's a great example, actually. Because Are you ready for Rampage? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what Cam's saying is, if they, it's like a boxer going up a weight class. Yeah. So Oris are now bringing out this movement, which is going to, it's going to, a three-handed movement is going to take them, some of their stuff up another level to contend with people who they couldn't really contend with before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be interesting to see the fallout of that and how what happens. Um, like I said, I think personally, and this is a personal point of view, that Oris has more personality than Tudor, and I think that comes from Oris being an independent brand, and I think they have more of a identity than Tudor does, where Tudor seems to just be another wheel in the corporate machine that's owned by Rolex. Yeah, now, I, the, audio, the audience c- cannot see that at the moment, but uh, Cameron's face is turning a little bit red, and there's a little <laughs> smoke above his head. <laughs> No, no. I think I think Dave's got a valid point because the thing <laughs> is, is that um, I agree. The, well, the, the biggest complaint that everybody has about Tudor is the fact that they kind of they've they they blew it out of the water ten years ago, and they've been resting on their laurels with that for since then, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of went through that wave. Like they were always up until up until the late '90s, early 2000s. They were the they were Rolex. The, it was if it was the brand you bought if you couldn't afford buy a Rolex because they were basically it was a Rolex parts bin like all the all of the Tudor subs and stuff like that and they've all skyrocketed in price on the secondary market now um there's a big cult following with all of that um and you can get and you can get a different like because of course they've got blue bezels and blue dials and stuff like that that you couldn't get with if you wanted a sub so there was there was a little bit of a difference but it's just like a minor color change difference Mm. and and stuff and so and then they just completely dropped off the map right for like 10 years the 2000s they came out with some the tiger really, yeah like the, the really avant-garde stuff and some really far out like interesting but like very polarizing and and looking very dated type designs and then mm-hmm. and then of course they they came back and they said okay well let's go into the back catalog and start and start reissuing heritage well, that, that pieces. That was Davide. That was Davide who runs Mont Blanc now. Yeah, and that's he and he's watch, he did that. He's the one who turned them around. Yeah, and so when when he, when he did that and he came up with the heritage uh, chronos, and then of course the Black Bay and the Pelagos and stuff, and was and it was all this all this stuff that harkens back to uh, Rolex it's and Tudor in the yeah. in the sixties and seventies, right? They're in their heyday, and it it. The timing of that and people's tastes and what people were looking at, because of course everybody's looking into vintage market and stuff like that, 
and then so they did that and they knocked it out of the park and they came up with and they've just been slowly just adding color variations since right mm-hmm. and even the difference between like the original black bay and like the black bay 58 that everybody loses their mind over the size difference isn't that vast like everybody goes on about oh it just it, it it hits it hits the markets this it's oh yeah but the old ones are so big and bulky i'm like have you actually like people that go on about that aspect of it have you actually tried the watches on side by side yeah. i have <laughs> multiple times and there is there isn't enough in the black bay to make me go oh i don't want mine anymore i want that because it's you know it's a little bit thinner and it's got this and it's no it's it's not that different it's just mm-hmm. a minor variation if you don't have one and you're looking to get one yeah go for the 58 so they're doing the rolex thing now then where rolex brings out a new watch and it's a minor change yeah tudor are doing the same thing so they're just basically again rolex's baby brother yeah so in in your and because that's all anybody focuses on with that particular brand and stuff like that i agree with what you're saying dave about auras having more personality because they don't have like they've got their own set ranges and stuff like that that they're like their diver 65 their auras their aquas ranges um their big crown pro pilots and stuff like that but they do i think they do a much better job of creating different variances of all of those pieces than because you've got such a wide range and um and so like you can get it for any aesthetic and like the 65 comes in different sizes as well like it's a broader range it's a and it's it's a far more casual watch because it's not a it and, and even though they call it a diver 65 like it's not a diehard dive watch. I think it's only got a hundred meter water resistance it's only rating. Meters, yeah. Like their proper dive watch is the Aquas that you've got because it's is it three hundred or is it uh, three hundred? Yeah, yeah, I believe. <clears throat> so it's around here somewhere, but I can't find it to check. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's it is one of those things where they. I don't know. Like, yes, I, I. So when it comes to having a more brand identity, brand personality. They're much better at it. The other thing is, is that they're the people that run the company are far more out in the open. Nobody has, nobody really knows the people no. behind. The Tudor. visibility that Rolf has, yeah, he's out there all the time. Transparency as a company is amazing. Absolutely, when they do when they do their press releases and stuff like that, he's he's there on the forefront. He's been to Red Bar events. He gets right involved yep. with the with the collector community. Genuinely, really mm-hmm. nice guys. Or he has yeah. time for the people who want to interact with the brand. Absolutely. Uh, the thing is, that what I would say as well is, just to take it back to a comparison to your motorbike, Thomas, yeah. with with Oris and Harley, like, you don't buy a Harley because it's the best motorbike in that price category, because, let's face it, they're it's not. A shit, it's, a shit, it's a shit bike for the money you spend. <laughs> but you buy it because you want a Harley, and you want to be part of that story of having a Harley. And I think the same are thing you, happens, will, will happen with Oris with this new movement. Are you trying Oris to convince me about... Are you trying to convince me about Harley or about Oris? No, no, no. What I'm saying because I like <laughs> I like Harley as well, but I, you like but people like Harley's more for what they represent and what they are yeah. than rather than being the best technical thing at that price range because mm-hmm. they're not. They're made of pig iron and they use imperial bolts because they're stupid. No, but, it's not American. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't want to say that word, but yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the same thing will happen. Oh, wait, wait a second. We just lost movement. 30% of our audience. <laughs> what audience? <laughs> so, but I think the same thing will happen with Oris when they, when they bring this new movement in um, and they do start, they do move up a bracket and to contend with people like Tudor, like, I suppose, some of the, the cheaper Bremonts maybe and things like that or anything mm-hmm. in that price range or, yeah, just that, 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 tier i think people will pick up the oris and especially if they're aware of oris as a brand and their identity will pick the oris because yeah it may not be have the same history as tudor or whatever but it it has that connection like harley where you want the harley because it's like when people used to complain about bremont saying oh you buy a bremont you're part of a special club right because people don't buy Bremont's because it's the best watch out there. People buy Bremont because of the brand identity. That's true. But they do have, but again, both Oris and Bremont make products that are quality products. And like they, 
I, I, no, I always just think about Bremo, and I'm. I always wonder, uh, wonder what's the. It's not a critic, but what's the percentage of Bremo's uh, Bremo buyers who buy Bremo because it's um, it's produced in the UK. Like I want something local. I want something. Uh, oh, I, th- I think there's a pretty strong um, there's a pretty strong percentage of people who buy Bremont because it is a UK based brand. Mm-hmm. I I yeah I think I that's. So once think, again, it's nothing wrong with that, but just wondering. No, but it's a huge part of their identity as well, and that's what I'm saying. People buy it because of that brand identity, and I think mm-hmm. people will pick Oris over something like Tudor, which just seems to be another corporate cog you know like yeah oris don't have these big deals with brand ambassadors like david beckham and lady gaga and things like that which i think as much as it brings footfall in from the general public i think to a lot of people it's equally alienating yeah i i found okay. that i in, in the last three sentences i i now understand the 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 goal uh, david's goal behind this this conversation he's trying to be the the new oris ambassador <laughs> yeah for desk diving that'd be it <laughs> hey they work well for that yeah. they do I mean look as long as they don't make me a brand ambassador for this new Ralph Lauren polo watch with yeah. the like oh <laughs> like, it's fine what okay so so right so if they've, they've they've come out with now polo Ralph Lauren polo came out with the the, the little horsey watch a couple one of us. We never. I don't even think we talked about it because we we glazed over and went past. No, because we talked about it. No, it's just good because we talk. <laughs> we're generally talking about watches. Oh yeah, but it was. <laughs> but I I don't know what the like. There seemed to be a lot of press about that watch for whatever reason, and I didn't get it. It looked gaudy. It's 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 in a realm of watching. Like I just that it it just like reeks of the whole fashion brand like mm. uh, look mm-hmm. at me i'm wearing this particular brand type thing i, I uh, it's, it's i only saw it reported in one place and we know where that place was yes and this is the same place I also reported the other day nba star spotted wearing an apple watch oh. so uh I think the editorial lines are getting blurred there a little bit with the companies that produce these things and uh yeah. But, yeah anyway. But it, 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 potentially I can't say one way or another. I it and that but you can you just have to say allegedly before you say anything. Oh is that oh, oh yeah well, that's uh, that's the Squ- Scottish watch's approach to things isn't it? I do like it's that. It's his lot way of saying things as well. <laughs> but the I was no I, I, Sorry, go for it. No, I was going to say like I, the. I mean, it, it's it is funny because you look at um, us. We 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 spent an hour last week talking about the fact that they stuck Snoopy on uh, Speedmaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and then of course we've got this the the Ralph Lauren bear, which again is just another mascot, and they've put it on the the dial of of the special edition rake. And of course he's the bears wearing a tuxedo. That's a little disheveled and he's drinking a Negroni, which that's my problem with it. It's not that they're doing anything else. It's that they're appropriating the idea that the Negroni is the best cocktail and it isn't. I'm sorry. It's not agreed. It's really, this is the only, this is the only thing that bothers you in this all, in this all. Oh, the watch is horrible. It's brutally ugly. And it's, and I wouldn't wear it because the only thing that I, I like the fact that the only thing like, I mean, Dave is really uh, biting. Is is the is the? Oh my God! The, uh, he's drinking a Negroni. It's supposed to be the best one, but it's not. Because it <laughs> perpetuates the idea that Negroni is great, and it's becoming quite a hipster thing now to drink Negronis. It's and a, they're not I, the best. I, it's a it's I'm a not, very watch I, thing. I've noticed. It is I like a hadinky, I like ne- uh, Negroni and I like old fashioned. And I'm not I'm not saying they're the best. Uh, yeah, you uh, ride a Harley. No one knows what you think. Wait, wait. So, sorry, I want. I, 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 I want to step I'm back. Not, I'm not even answering that. I, I, I kind, I kind of missed the comment. So, sorry. Are you, are you saying that the Negroni is, is, is a, is a better cocktail nope. than an old fashioned? Is that nope. what you just said? Uh, that, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, sorry. I just. I'm used. 
No, 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 no. I, I like Negronis. I like old fashioned, old fashioned, uh, um, different and, drinks. And, yeah, I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying, what one's better? No, uh, okay, they are different drinks, but they, to me, they, they in a similar range. If, if you're looking at the old cocktails, As they're both cocktails. They're... <laughs> <laughs> and one, what one? What one is better? Because if you say a Negroni is better than an Old Fashioned, that's a really odd way to announce your departure from this podcast. (laughs) 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 Say is a man who doesn't... By the way, say is a man who doesn't like whiskey. He does have a point I don't like scotch. I don't like scotch. And actually, I'm coming around to it. I did have some uh, a few weeks back, and it was okay. Was it was it a was what? was your lost was your lost bet, bet? You somebody forced you to drink to drink it. <laughs> it was I the like only thing available. Rum. I like I like to drink neat. I like to drink rum like that. I don't, so it's fine. But old fashioned is better. Agreed. We can all agree on that. Yep. It wasn't. I wasn't do. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Okay, going back to the watch. I, one thing that I, um, I'm curious about is okay. I I hate the watch, like 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 uh, both of you, but I was actually looking. But you hate at both this. of us, or you hate the watch? I was looking at the. Yes. Uh, no, I hate you. I don't. I, I don't hate. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you. you I hate the watch like I hate both of you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was I was looking at the uh, the special uh, strap they came up with. And I have to say, I want to see that uh, I want to see them in real life because I find it quite interesting that some of them um, really look like uh, classic. I mean, college hat, uh, not hat, sorry, tie. Have you seen? Have you, have you noticed that? Like the, the coloring on the, the strap. The strap look like a, look like a tie, which makes sense considering that for, Ralph ran first. Uh, business was selling hats. Was selling ties. Sorry. Selling ties. Yeah. Was it? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. What's a, that's a, that is a, that is a. I mean, I was I was too engrossed in the uh, the dial to notice the strap. To be honest, but. Um, also, there's this, a de- there's a denim one. Which you, uh, you probably won't like, but anyway, that's just a different v- variation, which I find quite interesting. Just a strap. Not talking about either oh, these, the watch uh, the, or the cocktail. Yeah, because the cocktail one is the one done with the revolution. You're talking about just the standard range of these. Yeah. You've got the crocodile, the calf skin, and the denim one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Interesting. Which is, yeah, which is more or less, I mean, it's more or less the same. I mean, to be fair, I didn't know the watch or the rest of the collection before this conversation, so I just discovered but. They all look quite similar. And what we're talking about pricing here, the these are two thousand dollars a piece. Wow! Hovering around that on average, they're about two thousand dollars a piece. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that they've at least got a so, a decent movement in them. Like, what what are they what are they running? I, it's called the RL two hundred, but I'm oh, it's a Salida. Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure it's a, yeah. It's just been rebadged, renamed. Yeah, it's a rebadged Salida. Yeah, yeah. But it's got it, yeah. So wait a minute. Does it mean that they are saying um, in the same sort of price than Oris? So technically speaking, it's a competitor. <laughs> well, technically, yeah, it is. I suppose to be honest, it's a, it's a price competitor, I guess. But yeah, I, I that's it. Oh really. man, yeah, I, I. You've got to be a serious Ralph Lauren fan. To buy one of these at that price. We're an agrony mm. fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So when is yours arriving, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Matt Rennick's gonna have one, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> he's he's always been the big proponent of uh, Randy. Actually, I'm waiting for his new book to arrive. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've uh, yeah I had that. Uh, that I'm I'm actually really looking forward to that because he did well, a man and his watch, which of course all the all the watch nerds. Uh, go on and on about which is a great book and then mm. uh so but this is the yeah man in his car so yeah i'm looking for uh, that's uh yeah I, I had it on i had it on pre-order and it's just been released i've seen it pop up on instagram here and there and stuff as well so 
but uh, no, but he's always been a he's 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 he keeps perpetuating this whole Negroni thing because he's got and and I've seen interviews with him and he talks about having like old cases of Campari and stuff like that that's that's uh, was made back before they changed the recipe and stuff and it makes a particular um, uh, flavor of Negroni that. To each other. We just lost David. David, are you still here? No, no, he's giving oh, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clinging on. <laughs> so, actually, the other, there was, uh, going on to something that I actually uh, like, uh, was, have you seen the new IWC Top Gun uh, uh, chronograph? Nope. They've, uh, let me see if I can find it here uh, I don't it's one of those brands again that I don't really pay too much attention to I can see it here the IWC Top Gun SFTI edition yes now I wouldn't have known that was any different to any other one that they do because it looks pretty much the same as all the other pilot watches yeah I think um, it, yeah, oh, I it's mean, got it's, the, the the silhouette of the plane on the back of the second tower. Yeah, so, I so the, that makes it the Top Gun edition. The, the, the counterweight's a little, it looks like a little, I don't know if it's an F-14 or whatever, but yeah, it's very... Mm. I, mm. Now, I like I it. I don't know what I think of it. One little it's comment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one, last Sorry, comment about, uh, one last comment about Raj Roy and uh, Hated Watch. Uh, I was just uh, quickly looking at the uh, the strap price, so the one with the tie effect, they're selling for two hundred and ninety euros. Just the strap. Just, Just the, the strap. strap. Yeah, wow. which is technically speaking about a third more expensive than uh, Bilangson, which quality yeah. is there. I'm not sure you'll have it uh, with the Bradford. Yeah, no, you get depending on who. Uh, yeah, when you start getting into straps and stuff like that, like when you get into that upper range and stuff, it, you there is a, there is a lot on offer for that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just just reading about this IWC here, and the Hedinki article says, in response to what most considered a failed U.S. military operation, Rolling Thunder during the Vietnam War. I mean, demand people not consider the Vietnam War a failed operation in general <laughs> don't mention the war there goes some, there goes some more listeners we don't I mean we're still in 2020 but considering I mean considering how shit was this year who knows what's going to happen next year so don't mention the yeah. word I guess and the the other issue is is that when you get down um and you, if you if you scroll all the way to the bottom where you see the price, the price. I was going to say it's an IWC. What's the price? Oh, yeah. What's the I mean, what's that price? Uh, ninety one fifty USD. You. It's just too much. What it is, and it. I, I I like the way it looks. I'd like it more if it didn't have the airplane as the counterbalance. Oh, okay. Then, well, then in that case, I think you can just get pick up a regular IWC for uh, that. It comes essentially with a very similar dial, and you get yeah. you'll you'll get within that range. And you save yourself <clears throat> a load of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably about three grand. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 people complain at Bremont about their pricing and stuff, but I would say that IWC are an even worse. Yeah. Proponent of inflated prices. Mm. I was in an AD a while ago, and I looked at the big pilot Le Petit Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a nice watch. It's a really nice watch. It's also 12 fucking grand. Yes. Yes, and, it is. <laughs> and I sat there with the AD, and I said, you know, it's really nice. I said, but this isn't, this isn't worth 12 grand. Like, yeah. I don't know how they can justify charging 12 grand. And the AD went to me, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really not. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to lie to you. He's like, it's not worth 12 grand. He's like, but people who love IWC will pay it. Yeah, mm. and that, yeah. Talk, and that's an interesting about... one because I don't know a lot of people that love IWC to that mm. level. Like I've like we've we know a lot of watch guys, and and all of them. If, when it comes to IWC, they all go, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's 
like you forget you, about them a there's lot. Us. There's not a brand that really occupy a lot of time in my mind. I've only known mm. one guy in in the wild to where, um, and it was a uh, uh, what's their, 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 their? I think it's their Type 18. Um, so just the standard right, okay, three-hander yeah, yeah. um, but then it was the, it, not the oversized like big pilot that they are known for. So it's a, it, it's, it's like a 40 mil size, and he wore it on a um, on the bracelet actually that four-link bracelet that IWC has. Mm-hmm. Um, really, like, really nice-looking watch. Like, it's a really good-looking watch, and it's and it's low-key and understated, and unless you're like kind of in the know, you don't really understand what it is. Um, so it's it's only watch guys, but um, he was one of the uh, of the project managers on uh, that I worked with back in uh, in Farnborough, and uh, it was it was it's a great look, and it looked great in the wild and stuff like that. And it was weird, and I don't think he was a particular like he wasn't. He didn't strike me as a watch guy. Like we never mm-hmm. got into conversations about it and stuff like that. I think he actually went in just liked the look of the watch, and that's the watch that he bought. I, it's so rare to find somebody who is like an IWC collector. I haven't really met anybody except, like except, it with uh, all the watch. Except uh, what's his name, uh, John Meyer. Oh, John Mayer. Yeah, John but, Mayer. He, he, but he. We're not. We're not on first name terms with John Mayer, yeah. so he doesn't count. <laughs> so, but, I think IWC is one of them things. It's like people who like BMWs. You get people who yeah, love. But that's me. BMWs. I'm one of those people. <laughs> or you get, or you get people who, yeah, or you get people who are indifferent to them, right? You know? And it's just the kind of the car. Like that's how I am with BMWs. But <laughs> I think IWC is the same. You either get people who love IWC and yeah. they're all about it, or you get people who are just, yeah, it's there, but it doesn't occupy a lot of space in your mind. Fair enough. On a on a different on a different note, I I know this is going to be a control controver controversial. Oh gosh, I'm I'm tired tonight. <laughs> controversial yeah thank you uh, 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 choice but have you noticed I know you guys didn't notice it because you probably had it and I usually had it but somehow I find it interesting maybe because of the combination is that a Hublot? It's a, that's yes, a Hublot it's a Hublot uh, so I had Hublot generally but Hublot uh, Bing Bong uh, covered with diamonds and the fact that is on the on the black uh, on the black well it's just a black leather strap really but if this was rubber I would find it interesting it is really strange that I say that and Dave is about to remove me from the podcast but... <laughs> no I was just I was just wondering when your rap album is dropping since you want to buy a diamond set Hublot <laughs> <laughs> or when did when did you join the UFC I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah. Again, and you're and, and you take up much brain space for me. And you're right. Yeah. Like I I did completely glaze over. So that's is this the uh, uh, oh how do you even say that? The Hublot reveals the stunning. Oh, hmm. I'm not even going to attempt that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thomas, help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're anyway. French. How do you how do you how do you say that? The word that starts with J. <laughs> the, what, what do they call this collection? Uh, the haute uh, jewelry. That's a word you should you should you, you should be able to uh, well you should know considering that you're interested in jewelry. Oh, is, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh okay. no, it's actually tricky to to pronounce for English people. It's true. Jewelry. Yeah. Jewelry. All right. It's um, I mean, yeah, I I, I would I pro- would probably never wear it. Just well, first of all, because I don't have this sort of money. One and secondly, I would never spend that sort of money in that in a, in a, in a watch. And three, prop definitely not. Um, I mean, buying anything Hublot. Yeah, there's 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 a whole bunch of boxes. It just does not tick for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, I mean, uh, it's I mean, one of those things. I can appreciate what they've done with the gem setting and getting all those diamonds the same size yeah. and clarity. And it's an it's an impressive it's an impressive exercise in jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't 
sell or do enough cocaine to want to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Uh, But then again, I would wear a rainbow Daytona, so, you know. Yeah. So you wouldn't, so basically you wouldn't sell enough cocaine, but you will sell enough ecstasy for for the rainbow one. Because if you sell enough ecstasy, you can make a killing in bottled water as well. <laughs> uh, no, that, yeah, that's not something I paid attention to. No, I kind of glazed over that one myself. No, so. one one thing will will well, I mean, one thing that happened this week when uh, we're on which the three of us will agree um, definitely is the new MBNF. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was. But what I mean, color would you go for? Uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of each. I I really yeah. like the one the white strap. The one the white strap I think was really good. I mean, considering the yeah, or- a lot of people like the orange one, but I think that one with the white strap. <sighs> oh my god, Dave, you're not picking either the blue or the the orange. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, because the orange one isn't blue and orange it's just orange and black so just 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 yeah well uh no i just i i just prefer the the white one the yeah. white and black one i think it looks cleaner i mean they only they only selling for 176,000 euros so just buy the three of them just so you can i mean swap between <laughs> one and the other <laughs> it, yeah it, i don't for, for me mbnf can do no wrong to be honest I, um, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't really like the bulldog actually. The bulldog I wasn't a fan of. The one that looked like a car, but. Oh yeah, the the, the looked like the back end of a of a Mira or whatever. No, I like that one. That's the HM5. Yeah. Oh, which uh, one? Are you, sorry, which bu- which one are you I'm talking, talking about? The bulldog, the uh, MBNF bulldog. It's like it kind of looks like an old cigar style. Uh, 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 Formula One car. Um, I, I, I will send you guys a picture of it. Okay. This one and the space. I wasn't too keen on the space pirate either. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which was the HM? Is that the nine? Nine or the yeah? Yeah, something like that. I don't they very few and far between. They do something wrong. For me. Yeah, I've they've they've. Was... But yeah, the bulldog I wasn't a big fan of. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Okay, well, I'll, I'll throw a picture mm. of that up in the show notes so people know what we're talking about or what you're yeah. talking about because I didn't know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> this new. No, I, I, I'm I'm with I'm with Dave on this. Like um, MBNF, usually knock it out of the park. Like I like I like all their stuff. Um, I mean, right down to what you get into the Mad Gallery and stuff like that. They've got the, yeah. the, the, some of the pieces and everything that they've come up with are really, really cool. Um. But uh, just just that smidgen out of the price range. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just a bit. I mean, any any of their legacy collection, really. I mean, yeah. Any, oh, their legacy color, machines are amazing. Them, they're just amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, they've. When, they've... Uh, I mean, when was probably like ten episodes ago when when we were talking about a one watch collection. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still. Uh, yeah, you, my you, you're. You, you, Standing by your point, your your choice. Yeah, I know. I'd agree yeah. with that. The one they did with Moser was amazing. The well, yeah, and and that Fume dial that, that uh, Moser mm. does on an MBNF. Yeah, it's, it's hard hard to fault that at all. But I mean, yeah, okay, let's oh. okay, and let's let's uh, let's throw out. Um, um, uh, well, sorry. let's put out um, the perfect project combination would be. MBNF, Moser, and Black Badger. Well, Black Badger's done some stuff for MBNF already. Yeah, they did the yeah, HM6. But I'm saying the three, the three, no, but I'm saying the three of them didn't didn't work. The three of them on one project. That yeah, could that be amazing. Be, that would be pretty cool. Get, I'd like to see MBNF and Debethune do something together. They are very, they're very similar aesthetic that's for sure mm. like they've they they and they and their inspiration tends to land in the same spot they're very um sci-fi space theme type yeah. mm. inspiration which i mean that's why i think it could work well together they yeah. both did something yeah uh, it hits, hits all the nerd categories for us yeah 
yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, no, this you're, uh, yeah, this new MEF, and yeah, just just having another look. I, to be honest, I'd, I'd go with the blue one. That'd be my pick on this on these three. Uh, there you go, Thomas. You get orange. That's fine. I mean, just you, you, I mean, as far as you pay for the three of them, I'm happy with that. Pick your pick your favorite color. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take any of them. Yeah, yeah. If you if, yeah. if they're being given, if they're being handed out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, amazing. Right. All right. Well, should we go? Should we call this one and then go find out ways to make our millions so we can buy each other an MBNF for in time for Christmas? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good idea. Let's try. Let's try to find a, a solution before the next episode. Then. <laughs> All right. It's called your kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't think we'll have enough, but yeah, we'll give it a go. Not, yeah. not the way Thomas treats his. No, <laughs> not the way not. any of us treat that. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, guys. Good to see you. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye. Have a good one.